Hi, everybody. Uh, it's the radio station. It's Felix and Pete back. You okay, Felix? Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, <laughs> Felix is playing another one of our tracks before we get to it. Hold on. Anyway, it's been a while. Um, it's lovely to be doing another episode. Felix is excited, as you can hear. <laughs> In this one, what are we exploring? <laughs> bass. Bass, that's right. Uh, mainly because every time I hear the, the say, you know, the phrase from the government, hands face space, I always think it should say bass on the end, which obviously, hands face I mean, we, we completely support the, uh, the, the health message. So, you know, we're not trying to make light of that, but we just thought it might be a good opportunity to, to explore bass and music. So we've got two interviews, that's right, two on our podcast. But I guess it's been so long that maybe two is what you deserve. And we've also got a track written by Felix's, um, written and recorded by Felix's cousin and my nephew, Otis. So, uh, and then an interview with uh, Mark, uh, my friend called Mark, and then Dave. So, you know, what else is there? You know, don't keep it locked, peeps. Welcome to our, uh, oh, by the way, this is our 20th episode, which is quite cool. All right. Hello. So, hi everyone. Um, for our one of our guests on this podcast about bass, we are interviewing um, my friend, our friend Mark. So, hi Mark. Hello, hello. Um, thanks for coming on. It's lovely to speak to you. And um, Mark plays the bass as well as being a music fan, um, as 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 much of a music nut as um, myself and my brothers, I can attest. Um, and actually, so a long time ago, I used to teach Mark. <laughs> So, but I, I don't, we're probably talking about, about more about music than we did about, uh, uh, or certainly have in the last decade. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about bass today. So firstly, Mark, how are you? Very, very well. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely winter day. <laughs> it is a lovely day, isn't it? Isn't it dark? Yeah. yeah. What kind of music do you like? Oh, that's a good question. I have quite a broad interest. Uh, so initially, I started off with, uh, bizarrely, 1960s music, which, given my age, I'm, I'm 28, is <laughs> <laughs> in itself very unusual. Uh, I was probably about 13 at the time, and I kind of got to a point where that introduced me to a whole load of rock, and uh, from there branched out. Uh, I've got to a point where anything with a guitar or a bass in it as an instrument, uh, I really, really love. Not a big fan of electronic kind of uh, dance music, but anything else, pretty. Have you got a favourite band? Is that too hard a question? Uh, well, I'd say this is a good time of year to ask it because Spotify has just given its, um, its uh, roundup of the year. And uh, the two bands that have been consistent for the past two years uh, as favourites have been Rush uh, which is a Canadian progressive rock band, um, mainly kind of 70s, 80s kind of period, but also a very, uh, very unusual band called Calexico, which is a uh, Californian folk band that's got very strong Mexican influences. Uh, it's an unusual one. They've just released a Christmas album, which is a bit different. <laughs> All right, and it, that, I presume they, so they speak, sing in Spanish, do they? 
Uh, occasionally, so so they, they have an American singer, um, but they they occasionally break into yeah Spanish. Like it's got kind of two two themes. It'll be either classic folk with a little bit of a Mexican kind of vibe to it, or it'll be full on kind of mariachi style music. Like it's it's quite eclectic. Oh, brilliant. I love bands that sing in two languages. There's a great story about the Super Fairy Animals, right? So <laughs> when Alan McGee signed them, he went to, uh, he, you know, they were like kind of one of the, the bands everyone wanted at the time, like kind of mid-90s. And they sing in both Welsh and English. And uh, he went to see them, Alan McGee, and um, he said to the singer, Oh, that, that song was great at the end. It was good that you were singing in Welsh. He says, oh, I was singing in English, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he still signed them. So, and, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how much, they probably didn't make Creation Record much money, but I mean, so, well, I don't know if it's your taste, but I mean, uh, <laughs> well, they're like my favourite band. So I'm glad he did sign them regardless. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Okay, brilliant. That was fantastic. So, oh, Calexico, we'll have to look that up. Um, okay, so uh, can you tell us? Oh, with Felix. Oh, so this is a. You can't see this, listeners, but Felix has just brought his caterpillar over, which we call Raupi, because that's what a caterpillar is called in German. Is that right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so all, all Ralphs, as, I, as I've shortened it to. <laughs> so, so anyway, Mark, this is Ralphie. <laughs> nice Good to day, Ralphie. Uh, so did you want to ask a question, Felix, or shall I ask a question? Okay, I'm going to ask a question. So can you tell us about the role of bass in music? Yeah, um, it, it's an interesting instrument in many ways, because if you have never really paid attention to bands, um, and the way in which they're built up. It can sometimes be an instrument that you'd have no awareness of existing. Um, but, you know, most people will be aware of this, this kind of background noise that drives music forwards. Uh, it's interesting because as, as an instrument, it's kind of changed over the years. Um, obviously, there's always been a bass element in music, in classical music. There's, a, you know, a bass section that, that drives forward music and then in, you know, modern rock music and, and old rock music, uh, it very much featured. Um, but initially more as a, as a rhythm instrument to uh, fill out um, the deeper notes uh, in, you know, next to the drums uh, in, a, in a, a tradition like a four piece rock band. Um, but since then it's become a lot more um, prominent. And I think it's fair to say over the past 20 years, there's been a big uh, change in which, in the way in which bass uh, is used, you know, it used to be something that would be at the back of the stage and you'd have your guitarists at the front and your singer at the front kind of driving, you know, pl playing all the music. But now the bass is very much coming forwards and there are some amazing bassists out there who are doing, you know, some incredible kind of lead work. Uh, I always wonder if like how much a role Flea played in that, right? Because he sort of... Yeah. I mean, if you took Flea out of the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they'd just sort of be an average band right <laughs> yeah i think i think it's there's there's been a few that have really kind of kind of changed the way in which bass is played and, and one that really springs to my mind is uh, a bassist called bootsy collins i don't oh, know if you've yeah. heard of yeah, yeah, yeah parliament funkadelic bit of the old p-funk i think the way he played bass and brought it forwards and changed it from just being this kind of mellow thing in the background to being something that was you know really uh, seminal in the music uh 
Yeah, I, I would imagine Flea would would say that he was a massive influence because early, yeah, early Red Hot Chili Peppers was very fun, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Very good. I was thinking of some cool bassists, and also I've got Flea, um, Hooky, obviously from New Order, and I suppose maybe in a British, in a British perspective, maybe New Order were quite, I guess, more on the electronic side, but important in bringing out the, the bass in that with the whole hacienda and all of that. Um, mm. And then also the Kim Deal, right, from um, the Pixies, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then there's a great, uh, there's a Dandy Warhol song called as cool as Kim Deal and it's basically the whole band saying we wish we were as cool as Kim Deal <laughs> oh yeah Felix what's your favourite band Queen yeah. oh good choice <laughs> yeah 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 we can we sing shout a lot to Queen don't we? yeah <laughs> okay brilliant fabulous um where are we oh what's the best bases you've ever seen live Oh, that's a hard question. Uh, best bassist I've ever seen live. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there's this. Uh, so another, another instrument I play is the guitar, and there's a guitarist called uh, Joe Satriani, who is a very uh, uh, amazing uh, guitar god status guitarist. And he has this bassist who plays session with him uh, called Stuart Ham. Uh, Satriani's stuff is quite unusual um, in the sense that because he doesn't tend to sing a lot of it's instrumental so the instrument instrumentalists in his band need to be able to not just play an instrument but to play it in a way that uh, really does uh, fill out the sound um, and Stu Ham is one of these kind of guys who's in the background but not, not many people have heard of him but what he's done with bass is incredible because he, he um, he does, he imitates other instruments on it. Um, and there's an interesting solo uh, on, uh, it's on DVD actually, it's this concert back in 1997, uh, where he's playing in San Francisco with uh, Satriani and he uh, imitates the banjo on a bass That's as great. a solo. That's and it's, amazing. It's, if you've never seen it, it is incredible to see because uh, you could you oh, could can you send definitely... us the link and we'll stick it we can stick it in the show notes yeah yeah i'll pop it through um yeah. but it's it's again it just goes to show um a how bass has evolved as an instrument because you wouldn't have had someone doing that 50 years ago it wouldn't have been a thing you know you'd have some bassists when the rock and roll stuff kind of throwing the instrument around and doing some interesting things but this is like a whole new level uh, and also from a from a technicality perspective it's incredible what he manages to pull off because it sounds um just 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 not what you'd expect uh wow okay brilliant all right well we look forward to uh, uh this might be a bit i mean I, i'm aware my toys and music might all be a bit soft for you but i always thought <laughs> i always think so i've seen like basically if you go to any festival in the uk ash always play like ash i think it's contractual in the last 30 years if you put on a festival in the uk no matter where it is you have to have ash on the um on the, in the lineup and i always think the bassist mark is brilliant um he sometimes like kind of leaves the rest of the band for dust um but yeah i wonder how like oh you could do some sort of What's the percentage of festivals that have happened in the UK without Ash on the bill since like, the year 2000? It's probably like 5%. Sounds like a PhD to do. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The data set of Ash versus festival. Like, it's correlation causation or something. <laughs> Ash in UK festivals. 
great the quality of the festival to the number of times Ash appears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was at a festival once where Ash and the Super Furry Animals and the Chili Peppers all played. Um, I wow. think on the same day. Yeah. I always that's, think, that's I, true. I don't know if you, are you into, I guess you, are you in, you're not, do you like drum and bass music or is that not your... Um, uh, I, I haven't listened to it for many, many years. You know, I listened to it way, way back uh, when I was in my teens, but yeah, since then. Okay. Because if you get to see Ronnie Size live, it's pretty incredible. There's about 19 of them on stage, but I guess you probably need it to make. I mean, it's all live, right? There's no sequences yeah. or anything, so they have all like the kind of. They need lots of people to make all of the bass and all of the drums. Um, okay, so Mark, this has been so fascinating, um, <laughs> and we come to our final question, which is the hardest question um, that, uh, as listeners will, uh, regular listeners will know, which is, what is your favourite cake? Oh. Cake. cake, yeah. That's a uh, that's a very tricky question. I've I've been giving it a little bit of thought. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm going to come down with the Irish tea loaf. Irish had tea loaf? I don't think I have. Oh, it's, oh, it's right. rather lovely. It's a uh, it? cake made with tea. Funnily enough, you soak it in tea. Uh, it's got your classic kind of uh, uh, sultanas and things and uh, oh, a bit right. of spice. It's uh, as you can imagine, very nice with a cup of tea. On a so day you, like today, do you put the tea in before it's cooked or after? It's like tea's in the in the mixture. Or? It's in the mix when you cook it, yeah. Ah, yeah. right. And it, oh, it so comes out with this tea rich gold. In it. Yeah, oh. it's really nice. Wow. Well, that was awesome. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Irish tea loaf. Okay. Well, another thing to uh, look up. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Mark. Felix, did you want to say anything else before we stop recording? No, uh, listeners, Felix is currently now playing with um, his Lego toy. So we've, we've gone over the interest of a... Of a uh, do you want to say bye to the listeners for this segment, mate? Right, uh, yeah, very uh, over, <laughs> underst- underwhelming. Okay, cool, all right. Hi, everyone. So this is um, Lost Kingdom by Otis. So well done, Otis. Very impressive... Uh, uh, piano clanging. Good work. Enjoy, everyone. And happy Christmas. Yeah, happy Christmas. Everyone. Everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Jo, oh. jo, jo. Ho, ho,
good. Like I didn't like it. No, I loved it. So, welcome to our second interview on our podcast about face. Um, and today we are talking to my brother and Felix's uncle, Uncle Dave. So, welcome to the podcast, Dave. Hello, hello. Merry Christmas. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Yeah, we'll probably get this out today or tomorrow. So, it'll be, yeah, oh. Christmassy. Yeah, oh, in fact, I mean, can you imagine? Jolly, it might break the internet by Christmas given how many listeners it's down to get, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Normally, I feel very, I feel very honoured. Finally invited on this. Day. Finally invited. Well, you know, we were ke- keeping the best to the last day, the last podcast of the year, probably. <laughs> Though we have got Christmas holidays to fill, so we might end up doing a, f- a few, uh, <laughs> a few excess ones. And a Mario. And a Mario Kart podcast. Oh right, well. We... Oh, they, I'm, I'm, I'm always up for Mario Kart podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. So. You you come, know, oh, come yeah. on again. <laughs> I've been re-invited already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it, it is interesting when your nephew's far more famous than you, isn't it? Yeah. You, well, all you hold out for is his invite. Yeah, holding out, holding out for a hero, Felix. What do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. So, um, Dave, welcome to our podcast, and we're talking about bass this this time. And so, just wondered if you could tell us a bit about your own music taste and as eclectic as I know it is and then we can talk a little bit about bass I guess. Gosh, music, wow. So um, I, I like most types of music, there's only one or two that I really would avoid but even then I find them interesting. Um, so what don't you I... like? Come on, dish the, uh, what's the... <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't listen to like real off the wall like experimental like electronica um or that like that real I try like you know when you you hear about those like illegal raves that happen and they have that (laughs) kind of like that that that, like that kind of rumbling stuff I I struggle with that but anything else from there really I'll happily listen to um but I, I suppose I listen to mostly like a lot of disco, a lot of indie. Um, yeah, but you know, it, it varies, doesn't it? You know, what yeah. mood you're in. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't like, I, I really, I don't like ballads. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't like the fact that they take about nine minutes to build up to, I just, I find them that they make me feel, feel a bit queasy, to be honest. Maybe I'm just not. Anyway, it was a bit of a segue, that, wasn't it? But never mind. Anyway, listeners now, now I'm, not, I'm not a ballad fan. <laughs> um, okay, right. So, Felix, do you want to... How do you use bass when you're DJing? Great question, Felix. Uh, it's very bright. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he is the famous one of the three of us. He but, is, yeah. Um, it is his podcast, after all. How yeah. do I use bass when I DJ? So, um, I think often people confuse bass with beat. So, a beat is like the, you, you have like uh, 120 beats oh. per minute and stuff. Um, whereas bass is the lower end of the sound that you, um, when you're DJing, you have control of. So generally a lot of DJs have the high, the middle and the low. Um, and the low is the bass bit. And actually, uh, 
too overcomplicated because I couldn't be here for a long time. <laughs> you want you want the bass to have enough of a kick, like enough of a uh, noise to um, for people to understand it, but you don't want it to be so loud or so deep that it overtakes a song. Um, so that's kind of how you use it. But then it's also really nice in certain songs if you uh, pull the bass out. So those low when you when you've got a real thump. Sometimes it's quite interesting when you're DJing if you go, oh, I'm going to remove that, and it gives the the whole song a different a different ambiance, as I would say, a different vibe. And then you and can then just you can, tuck it back in, and everyone dances. It goes mad. You can do the opposite, <laughs> and that's where that's where people go for the. Uh, that's what people call the drop. The drop, yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah when the drop comes. Yeah. Yeah, and this, you know. Yeah. This, yeah, and there's some really clever ways of doing it. And if you look, if you look at like uh, drop fail videos and stuff, there's uh, people that do things like rather than put the but rather than drop the bass, they drop in like uh, gold by Standard Bally and stuff, which is always quite funny to see. Okay, very good, very interesting. Um, and do you have a? Oh, uh, Felix, sorry, Felix is. This is a, an excellent uh, demonstration of what I was talking about earlier. Trying to get different mouses to work on the computer. <laughs> what are we talking? What is your favourite song? Uncle Dave. I, Uncle Dave. Well, nephew Felix. Um, <laughs> I have many different favourite songs. I, I could never. Uh, I can't answer that. But if you wanted to, uh, if I had a song where my favourite song had bass in, it would be. Um, the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Oh, very good. Yeah. Or, or Queen, another one bites the dust. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, two quite different songs actually, <laughs> but quite. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very good. Do you know those, Felix? Seven Nation Army. It won't hold Maybe. you back. Don't worry. Yeah, it's got a brilliant video as well. That right, like, but it all keeps coming towards you. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, we had it. If you want to put it back on the standard, then no one has to hold it. Or do you want me to hold it? Oh, you can hold it. Okay. All right, then. Um, okay, and then... You've got a really bassy voice now, Peter. Well, you know, I'm very manly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, that's often what people say to me. You've got such a, uh, a bassy voice. Yeah. I get that on student comments. Rubbish lecturer, but very bassy voice. Yeah, great, great voice. Yeah, exactly. Very bassy. Um, no idea what he was talking about, but um, Felix stopped taking his microphone off. <laughs> All right. So um, our final question. Can't hear you. Me, me, and the uh, fans can't hear you, Peter. Oh, hello. Can you hear us now? A little bit. All right, so Felix, can there we you know go. What our final question is: What's your favourite cake? It's the hardest What's question we ask. What's my favourite cake? Oh, really hard, right? <laughs> it's really difficult. Really um, what is my favourite cake? It would either have to be. A, a chocolate caterpillar birthday cake, oh, or, or, or what was the second one? K 
car- a good carrot cake. Oh, okay, carrot cake. Oh, very good. Yeah. So a friend of mine, Zoe in Oxford, who you've met, I makes have, yeah. the world the world's best carrot cake. Oh wow! Well, I would, you should send her this podcast when it's out, and then you can her, she could look <laughs> like, famous. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. Zoe, Zoe from Oxford, uh, good carrot cake. Best carrot cake ever. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Once I uh, was there when she made it, and she was really annoyed that I turned up too early to see her make it because I found out how she made it. Oh, so the magic <laughs> was spoiled. It wasn't just like the, da da. Yeah, and the best bit about it is the frosting. <laughs> Did you tell her that? Yeah, the best bit about your cake is the part that is basically just sugar and butter. <laughs> I'd say it's more Philadelphia and I think sugar. Um, but yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, but and it, well, it does sound lovely though. Um, okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Dave, for coming on. Um, That's right. Did I answer your questions sufficiently? You did. I think. Yeah. I think we'll. Uh, our our listener. Our our vast listenership will be very pleased um especially where uh, with there's mark as well so the two of you talking about the base it'd be very exciting you might make might make the papers you never know yeah um, he's the he's the pull on the push really i'd say uh, uh, yeah you could be the ipso he could be the facto yeah, yeah. um what other um could, you could be summer mark could be winter he's very nice um well, I was more saying he's probably a far better guest than me. That's what I was trying to. Oh, okay. Oh no, just wait. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. Felix is telling me to stop recording. All right, we'll stop recording now. All right. Then. Okay. His exact words were, "This isn't really for the podcast." This so could we'll, be the extras. We'll yeah, yeah. This out. is like the bit they put on the end after the music when they go <laughs> outtakes. We'll, we'll, we'll release a DVD in uh, in five years' time. Radio station Does is out. Felix have a favourite song? Felix, do you have a favourite song? Hey Dougie song. Yeah, okay. Tough to meet. Tough to meet. Hey Dougie. The st- Hey Dougie stick song. Yeah, yeah, that is oh. a good song. Yeah. Maybe you can play that as well. Will yeah. it stand up to? Will it stand up to Seven Nation Army? Well, it's probably quite a similar beat, right? That 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 that. I suppose Seven Nation Army is probably a bit slower, but um. Speed it up. Yeah. Sticky stick. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll stop. Uh, we will stop now. <laughs> right. Go down the road. Hi. So, this is just to say thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it with our two, um, with our two interviews and our track from Otis. Felix, do you want to say anything? Yeah, that was some good analysis there by Felix. Uh, 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 so watch out, uh, watch out, Channel Four News. Felix will be coming on your on soon. He's now going to record again. Something else in between. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So it's recording over the recording with the recording. This is our. <laughs> we're going down the rabbit hole. Anyway, thanks. We hope you enjoyed our episode on bass, and we'll see you soon. Happy Christmas, everyone. Uh-